For the first time in more than three years, the UFC is heading back to Australia. And there is no better man to headline the highly anticipated return than hometown favorite Alexander Volkanovsky. I'm doing things that no one will do and that no one's really done. I think the world's probably doubting me. I just remember it when I get the job done. This should separate me from the rest. We're going to have the Aussie fans going nuts. The house is going to be uh, cheering for me. Let's do it, baby. Owner of the 145-pound UFC title and hailed as the number one pound-for-pound -pound fighter on the planet. Pound-for-pound -pound number one. A lot of people think that can't be topped, but 2023 is going to be the year that everyone remembers. He is all gas, no brakes. I'm going to start it with a bang. Oh! Yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's that's it. it. That'll that's do it. it. That's and still it. the best featherweight in the world. Too good. They can't bring me down. I'm here to stay. But rather than defending his belt, Volkanovski will instead be gunning for another. The title one weight class above. He wants this fight because it's a challenge, and he's fighting a very scary guy. Owned by UFC lightweight champion Islam Mahachev. The latest grappling sensation from the hills of Dagestan. Islam Makhachev is a killer. He's got a skill set that is overwhelming and stifling that just scares the hell out of guys. He's a pure predator. Oh my goodness, Islam is nothing to be played with. Fresh off of his seamless capturing of the division's crown. Oh! Knocked out from Akashev! Oh, arm triangle! There's the tap! Islam Akashev submits Charles Oliveira to win the title! He welcomes the oncoming champion. Now is our plan. Fly to Australia and fight in pound for pound King Backyard with Valkanovski. Where is this short guy? Bring him here is the first challenger to his throne. The lightweight on the line, pound for pound, number one on the line. Let's do it. To become best pound for pound fighter in the world, this is my dream. When I beat Volkanovski, I'm going to be number one pound for pound fighter. The pair will battle for the lightweight belt and pound for pound supremacy at UFC 284 in Perth. This is the best of the best in their primes. Islam has not seen anything like Alexander Volkanovski. And while Volkanovski seeks double champ status, an interim title for his division will go up for grabs in the co-main event as the electrifying striker from Mexico. Oh, what an elbow! Yair Rodriguez. This kid takes explosive, unpredictable techniques to a totally new level. Oh, round kick, he got him, it's it! My God, I love it! Battles a knockout artist from the United States, Josh Emmett. But before history can be made down under, first, get ready. Mixed martial arts at its finest. For UFC 284, countdown. If you're training hard and you step inside the cage, the fight is going to be easy, like always. A lot of people don't want to fight him, but I do. I want to go out there and prove them dad is wrong once again. Mahashkala is the capital city of Dagestan. 
once a lesser-known urban pocket along the Caspian Sea. Now a global landmark for mixed martial arts. Made famous by former UFC lightweight champion Habib Nurmagomedov and present-day champion Islam Mahachev. Each trained by Habib's late father, Abdulmanab. We start training in the very old gym. We just have mats and we have just one bag. Abdul Manab gave me everything. Look out for this guy, Islam Makachev. We have a very good relationship. One of the latest from the long line of really tough guys coming out of Dagestan, Russia. We always talk about my career. Trains with Habib Nurmagomedov is coached by Habib's dad. And he always told me, Islam just keep training hard. And I know one day you're gonna be champion. Islam Makachev, this guy is a killer, highly skilled. Islam Makachev showed tremendous potential. It's over. The moment he arrived to the UFC. His ability all across every area in mixed martial arts is second to none. So normal, so normal, you therapist so crying. Habib says it himself, so supremely talented, trained so hard, just is so committed to becoming the best in the world as he was in combat sambo. But for Abdul Manap and Habib Nurmagomedov, seven consecutive wins. Got it. Wow. Islam's time as champion has no vision of grandeur. It's another finish in the first round. Ten straight wins. It was an eventual certainty. Habib retired, and now it is his turn. The legacy, that is what they've been training for. That has been the plan all along. And in October of last year, the opportunity to prove his place would materialize in Abu Dhabi. This is what people at the gym have long said would happen. Islam Mahachev on the cusp of a UFC championship. But the reality is he is faced with a different challenge in Charles Oliveira. He has not seen anything like this. Charles Dubronx Oliveira, greatest fight finisher of all time. His future undeniably is in the UFC Hall of Fame. But tonight, as compelling a championship matchup as this promotion and this sport can put together. What's wrong? Fight, you ready? Islam with a big left hand early. It looked like he heard him. Aranza. Aranza. Oliveira takes him to the ground here. Charles invited him down. Not many people are willing to play this game with Charles Oliveira. Islam said he is not afraid, but Dubronx, as expected, starts to throw up submissions right away. Trying to get up. Nice job there from Oliveira. And now taken down. You don't want to just continuously be 
stuck under Islam Mahashir. Oh, big shots. Charles oh. Swartz, is it? That's an up kick. kick. Round one done. As the fight goes longer, Oliveira will gain confidence, but Makhachev is a good striker. I know he's not known for it, but he has tremendous stand-up skills. Kurata, Tama, Kurata. I just want to say my belt for my coach, Abdul Manap Nurmagomedov. Many years ago, he told me, just training hard and you're going to be champion. All life was trained together. 22 years we was trained together. And the last couple of years, I told you guys, Islam Mahacho is the best fighter, not in lightweight. He's a pump for pump number one fighter in right now, today. Now is our plan. Fly to all the way to Australia and fight in pound for pound King Backyard with Volkanovski. Let's do it. We know we're gonna finish this guy. Let's go. I'm ready. Volkanovski standing right here. Look at him. Very good short guy. Get Volkanovski in here. Alexander. This guy said he wants to fight you in Australia. The finish championship against you where you try to become a double champion. Are you down? Let's do it. Hey. The lightweight on the line, pound for pound, number one on the line. Let's do it. 145-pound champion Alexander Volkanovsky is MMA's pound-for-pound pound number one fighter on the planet. Undefeated in the UFC. Just a seminar on striking and movement. Riding 22 consecutive wins. Too good, and still, baby! including dominant dispatchings of featherweight legends Max Holloway and Jose Aldo. And still the best featherweight in the world. Defending the lightweight belt in this Australian's backyard is the greatest challenge Mahachev could possibly seek. I had no idea I was gonna go into that octagon. Uh, I didn't expect Islam to call me out either. Now I get to fight for the title in Australia. Just made the fight even bigger. Straight after it, I was like, let's get to work. Obviously, my preferred way is to cook on uh, charcoal or, or even a barbecue. How do you like your steaks? You know, we want to put explosive muscle, so we've got to have the right strength program and the right diet plan. So I put on that, that muscle that we need to. The steaks. There they go. I'll leave the cleaning duties to the boys then, eh? Bobby's got it. Yeah, Bobby's all over it, man. <laughs> I might not look like a lightweight height-wise, but I've had to deal with monsters of men my whole life. I played rugby league 
a position prop, which is the biggest blokes on the field. Fought in many divisions, middleweight, welterweight. He weighed in the 79.5 kilograms. He weighed in the 74.6 kilograms. Alex Hawkins is the winner. Our weight and obviously featherweight. Volkanovski on the brink. So again, I'm used to these big boys. Oh! Alex Volkanovski just shared with us that he was insulted that people gave Jamie Malaki a chance and never, ever doubt him again. I even train with guys in the MMA gym that are twice the size of me as well. Trained for his shot at winning a second belt at UFC 284, Volkanovski is re-enlisting the services of Oceanic Wrestling staple Frank Hickman. Can you get that tighter, Craig? Tighter? I would have to lift his head up. <laughs> and 205-pound black belt Craig Jones. Getting the heel hook attempt from Craig Jones. There it That's is. The tap in. There is wow. the win. Go comfortable position now. The heel hooks on. And there he gets it. He gets the top. Each of whom prepared the featherweight champ with the lightweight king's greatest weapons. Frank's gone through the early stage takedown defense. I come into play if things go even worse. Islam's biggest skill set is not even takedowns or submissions, but the ability to hold people down. Hold people down so well that they make mistakes and get submitted along the way. So that's what we really need to focus on for this fight, is removing his advantage of the pins and sort of reverse engineering them to find a way back to the feet. Square ourselves up if you can. It's going to be figuring out this Dagestani wrestling. That's it, nice. Because they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're strong, they're powerful, they're resilient. They can go all day, so can I. And there ain't going to be a technical difference because we are training correctly. Nice. Let's get to the belly. Beautiful. Let's get the head up. I'm going to be prepared, and I can't wait to prove people wrong at UFC 284. Kobe with, with Alex. <laughs> UFC featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovsky is born and bred in Australia now set to compete for a second title in Perth. That's good. Beautiful. But as his fight with lightweight champ Islam Mahachev nears, Volkanovsky travels north to Phuket, Thailand, the Southeast Asian paradise with more to offer than just high-quality training. All right, we'll go down the slide now, okay? All right, you ready? Phuket's a beautiful place. <laughs> My family can go have a holiday, I can spend time with them. Soak up some of the sun while I'm training in one of the best gyms in the world at Bangkok. 
I'm actually part owner. It's not only a good investment, but it's a great place where I want to go over and train as well. Volkanovski's partners in the Bangtao gym are longtime wrestling coaches Frank and George Hickman, who have identified Phuket as the ideal backdrop for preparing some of the world's greatest fighters. The thing with Thailand is there's no winter. Humidity year-round. It helps with your fitness. It helps mentally when you're training because you're overheating the whole time. Once you can train in this heat, it makes it a lot easier to perform. We've been very lucky to have Wei Li, Prohaska, and now Volkanovski all preparing for title fights here at our gym. With business, family, and training camp all thriving, the time is right for Volkanovski to become the fifth simultaneous double champion in history at UFC 284. This is a huge opportunity for really setting my legacy and showing people that I can be one of the greatest. The fighter I am, the team I have around me, makes me the guy that can be the double champ. And I'm going to prove that at UFC 284. Volkanovski's shot at the lightweight belt may not have materialized at this particular time had the division's champion not called him out. Now is our plan. Fly all the way to Australia and fight in pound for pound King Backyard with Volkanovski. We know we're gonna finish this guy. Let's go, I'm ready. And that fateful night in Abu Dhabi when Islam Mahachev captured the belt marked the beginning of a grand celebration in the Caucasus. When I arrived to Dagestan, I arrived at 5 a.m. People come to airport. My family, president of Dagestan. I know my father come from hard life. It was my dream give the belt to him. Before we landed, we put to Instagram. People who want to see Islam, they can come to the banquet hall. World champions here. 
We're gonna sit there, go, take pictures, eat. Непосредственно как сама спортивная победа, не менее значимая победа, это вот это братство народов Дагестана, когда в едином душевном порыве. We're going to Lakshki district. This is area where I grew up, where I born. I'm so excited to bring my bell to the village. I'm so happy I can bring the bell to Dagestan and show that people, guy from the village, from the small city, can be UFC champion. I'm proud to represent Dagestan. Doesn't matter where I travel. My dream to come back to the Dagestan because I love this place so much. Now motivated by his ever-expanding reach, the Dagestani hero prepares accordingly for his UFC 284 title defense in Australia against its nation's hero, featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovsky. Сам темп и решили вот что вот эта подготовка подойдет, почему? Потому что она как бы заставляет тебя много бегать и постоянно рвать темп то, что происходит в поединке обычно. This is not just run, you know. Every 15 meters we have to do sprint. It's gonna be fun for you, but not for me. This is very hard training session. Goals, fart leg. It's my least favorite training session because I have the heart rate more than Да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да-да
beautiful sunset like this. But the presence of family as well. Oh, there they are. A luxury once unavailable to the featherweight champ. Oh, amazing, nice. I used to travel a lot for training camps and stuff like that. I can go here. We weren't in a financial position to be able to bring them all the time, but now you know we you know we're in a place where I can bring the family and train. What's happening, mate? All right. Got my family, but all my friends and my teammates—they're all part of my family as well. I met Alex in Thailand in 2014, I think, at the front of a 7-Eleven. We all came to Thailand on our own journey, and then we've ended up, you know, here at this table and and all interconnected, you know, from all different parts of the world. It's just pretty surreal to be having dinner ahead of obviously the biggest fight of his life, and I think. One of the biggest fights in, in UFC history. He goes to the gym tomorrow. Hey, everyone's counting him out. Everyone just thinks this is a lot for Islam. But if there's a guy to do it, he's the guy to do it. <laughs> Whether at home in Australia or on the shores of Phuket, Volkanovsky surrounds himself with those who have known him since long before he captured UFC gold. Hey, blue, blue's good. Good, 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 yeah. Has Alex changed since the first time you met him? Yeah, he puts himself on a pedestal. Ah! Yeah, now he's just like this. Before, he never did that, but now it's all the time. Same guy he always was. Nice guy. Nice guy, Volk. And years of grappling with the Hickman brothers will pay dividends in the title bout with Islam Mahacha. He's a Damn good wrestler. Yeah, his brother is like top five in Russia. Vizlam, he's been grappling his whole life with guys like Khabib. Three, two, one. I got the power, I got the greatness. Good, I good, good. So these guys are going to be fit. They're going to be strong in these positions and they're going to be able to do this for, for a long time. But the thing is, so can I. This is my world, this is my glory. Hold my head high, living my story. I am unstoppable, I am the king. I am the one that is born to win. Scramble, scramble, scramble. I need to be uncomfortable. I need to be tied on the ground and learn to just keep pushing and get back to the feet and do what I need to do. I'm going to get him uncomfortable with the fact that he knows he can't hold me down and I'm going to start landing some big right hands. 15 seconds. Make him pay for letting me back up my feet. Yes, Volgan. Time. Volkanovsky's wrestling and grappling coaches have their work cut out for them in preparing for Islam Mahachev. But the champion is used to his opponents working with specific trainers and teammates, hoping to stifle his suffocating ground game. Charles Oliveira have same plan. He brings some wrestling guy from Iran to help him. That guy make him believe his wrestling skills improve. Oliveira's ground game is so good, he immediately puts you on a defensive. He has so many skills off of his back to try to change a position. What Alex do right now, he brings some grapplers and now he's going to believe he can do some things in the ground, but ground, not his area. Right into the half guard. Oh, arm triangle. He's got to watch the arm triangle here. 
and the same destiny waiting for him. Makashev submits the greatest finisher in UFC history, the belt en route to Dagestan. Islam with a big left hand early. It looked like he hurt him. I know he's not known for it, but he has tremendous stand-up skills. This wrestling, the sambo, the jiu-jitsu, but it was the strikes that led to all of this. Would do good. Oh! He was able to knock Oliveira down. What a way to step yourself the best in the world, Islam Makhachev. I'm going to keep squatting, keep circling, keep circling, keep circling until I end up here. If he's taking me lightly and he thinks he's just going to be able to bully me, Two, three. that's going to mess up him mentally when he realizes he can't do that. He's got all people around him saying, oh, he's well around, he can strike. We'll see. Comes out. Boom, no arm guillotine trade back. Yeah. A stylistically fascinating matchup awaits at UFC 284 in Perth, Australia. As hometown champion Alexander Volkanovsky. Now let that come out of you. Yeah, there it is. Nice. Tests his medal against the dominant lightweight king. I have the will and determination to do whatever I need to to win. He has zero quit in him and all win. They can't bring me down. I'm in a stake. For him, it's going to be big trouble. Oh, that's it. Islam Akashev. I'm going to finish him. So much on the line. Championship belt. Legacy. And defend my belt. One they'll be talking about for years to come. Makashev and Volkanovsky for the undisputed lightweight title. At UFC 284 in Perth, Australia's homegrown featherweight champion, Alexander Volkanovsky, will move up in weight to challenge for the lightweight belt. So the division he temporarily leaves behind will crown an interim champion on the same night in a co-main event clash between top five contenders Yair Rodriguez and Josh Emmett. For Emmett, the Sacramento native's shot at UFC gold is a long time coming. One of the main reasons why I wanted to pursue MMA is to get to the UFC. Mr. David, how you doing? Appreciate it. And I truly wanted to be a world champion. It's in reach now. David was asking me just certain colors that represent what I'm trying to achieve gold for the title 
and then blue for being the underdog because I will be in the blue corner. So we're starting from underdog and we're rising up to a world champion. I like it. Yeah, I like that. That's dope, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's yes. it, man. Thank you so much for yeah. doing this. Dude, that's badass. I love Thanks, all dude. The, uh, I love all Luckily for Emmett, he shares a hometown with featherweight and bantamweight legend Uriah Faber. A longtime WEC champion and multiple-time UFC title challenger. As long as Uriah Faber's been fighting and competing, he has stayed amongst the very best in the division. And now UFC Hall of Famer, the California kid, Uriah Faber. Whose Sacramento-based team alpha male is the foremost cultivator of contenders in lighter weight classes. Our team has a long history of attracting talent. Josh actually came to our gym in 2006 when I opened the gym. I had gone to the junior college and passed out some flyers and whatnot. And so that was the first time I got to have Josh in the room. Guys, it's time, one minute. Instead of finishing your shot, you're coming up with a, a third combo. So it's two. Combo, finish. Josh has been in there with world champions from the inception of his time at the gym to know right off the bat how well he could do. I was Chad Mendez's main training partner. I was TJ's partner, Uriah's. I've trained with everybody that's ever stepped into Team Alpha Male. Team Alpha Male, so excited about what they have in Josh Emmett. The UFC debut materializing here at 31 years old. Emmett showed some excellent speed and countering ability right now. Once again, Emmett finding a home for that right hand. We all found out very, very early on. Man, Emmett is strong. <laughs> oh, and the counter from Emmett catches him. He had the ability to punch. But against oh. Emmett. And knock dudes out. Down and out goes Lamas. There is a new featherweight contender. Team Alpha Male has felt for some time that they had a future champion in Emmett. He said to me so many times, just wait and see. I'm getting the belt, you just wait and see. This guy at 145 is a killer. He's dangerous. Oh! oh that's Josh it! Emmett. That's all it takes for him. It's one shot. And Emmett believes in this power. So when he throws it, he throws it with every part of himself. It is hometown of Sacramento by knockout again. Sacramento, where are you at? It is his mission to not just be a fighter in the top 10, not just be a contender, oh, to be a UFC champion. And he can take a giant step toward that tonight. I'm tired of being the gatekeeper. Emmett on the blitz. I want a shot at that title eventually, and that's what I'm gunning for. Oh. Dana, give me my shot. Emmett's opportunity to finally capture UFC gold will see his patented power meet the dazzling finesse of Mexico's Yair Rodriguez. 
I hear fighting like Mexican. Or the Mexican style is just going forward and getting hit, and now it's my turn. I'm gonna hit you harder. I understand that part, you know, and I like it. I like the fire. But my fighting style, I think, is adaptive, I would say. You just don't know what's coming at you when you're fighting Yair. Oh, round kick, he got him, it's in! Really unpredictable. This kid takes creativity and explosive, unpredictable techniques to a totally new level. He is wild. I love it. Trying to change, do different stuff every time I fight. This is very diverse in his attack. This guy is so unconventional, but the stuff that he throws works and he finds his point and he connects. A longtime striking virtuoso. The offensive onslaught continues for Rodriguez. Rodriguez is primed to seize the interim featherweight belt for himself which would conclude an arduous journey that began with the humblest of beginnings. I'm from Parral, Chihuahua. I grew up in a little ranch taking care of animals, riding horses with my dad, you know, where he taught me how to work since I was little. I started training MMA when I was 17 years old. I became a pro when I was 18. And I start fighting locally. Until an opportunity came. In 2012, the UFC would launch a development program in Latin America to scout Hispanic talent. We're going to pair you up by weight. And we're going to start with grappling. This is kind of a preliminary for the ultimate fighter as well. And select prospects were given an all-expenses-paid year of training in the U.S., where striking coach Mike Valley quickly recognized the promise of a 20-year-old Rodriguez. We knew that he was very young, so we took the whole year to develop him. And then when he went to the ultimate fighter, he was nice and well-prepared. On that first season of the Ultimate Fighter Latin America, Yair Rodriguez jumped out of that tough gym there early that season. Right away, you identify these guys when they walk in on day one. And Yair was the first guy like, hey, this dude has something. That's when I started like understanding that I had a lot of work to do, but I also understood that I had a lot of potential. The ceiling is so high for this young man. He's got so much potential. And everything else is a story. It's been a successful career. It's been a great journey. Oh, what an elbow Rodriguez! It is a knockout win oh my at the God. final buzzer for Yair Rodriguez. The only thing that I care from now on is being able to do what I love. This guy just keeps getting better every time out of the gate. Just a totally different beast now. And I'm always going to keep on pushing forward. Oh, man. To become a champion. There's never been a better time for Yair Rodriguez than right now at featherweight. He's ready for this moment. El Pantera. Yair Rodriguez is the real deal. In the heart of Mexico, deep within the mountains just west of its capital city, UFC featherweight Yair Rodriguez prepares for the biggest fight of his life. 
surrounded by historic architecture that pays homage to the warriors who came before him. It's called Otomi because of the indigenous people from here. There used to be warriors, Otomi people, back in the day. Since then, it's been a place for boxers. The Great Otomi Ceremonial Center not only honors the ancient Otomi people, but it was also training grounds to some of the best boxing champions that Mexico has ever known. To be in a gym like this where Julio Cesar Chavez, where Juan Manuel Marquez, where all these legendary fighters have trained, to us as Mexicans, man, it means the world. What we're gonna do right now is just to show you how much control Yair has. This is how much I trust this dude. Alta ahí, eso fue gancho cruzado, eh. Alta ahí, eso gancho cruzado, cruces, volado per tres, alta ahí, Representing a country is something that you do naturally. Oferi, gancho y cruces, volado, tres, cruces, uno, dos gancho, teo. It comes to you and then you embrace it. Let's go, guys, let's go. I'm trying to do my best here for people that comes behind me, kids, and trying to impact in a positive way. He's worked so hard, man, to get here. He comes from a little town in Chihuahua. To see him get to a world championship is just inspirational for the new generations that are coming up. Team Alpha Male has felt for some time that they had a future champion in Emmett. This guy is a killer. Josh Emmett! He is arguably the most powerful featherweight on planet Earth. For Rodriguez's UFC 284 opponent, Josh Emmett. There is a new featherweight contender. The road to a title bout in Australia was backed by the support of his wife, Vanessa. I know you got a great support system too with your wife, Vanessa. You know, my wife is the reason why I do this. Vanessa, this is for you. Let's do it. She's the love of my life, the biggest supporter. We met in high school when I was a senior. She believed in me from the start. She was working full time so I could wrestle in junior college. She's literally been there since the beginning, so it's gonna be that much sweeter when I do become a world champion because I feel like it's been a group effort. Familial backing for Emmett has always been a group effort that included his mother, Teresa. We're going in. And the featherweight contender relishes any opportunity to give back. <laughs> my mother was a single mother that raised my older brother and I. Worked a bunch of jobs, and she's like the kindest woman, just the uh, most selfless person, and should literally do anything for me. She lives with us now. This is the, the house that we were building for my mom. 
I like everything. <laughs> My wife is an interior designer, so she designed it with the architect. We put in a full refrigerator, oven, dishwasher. This is above and beyond anything I would have ever expected. Just so considerate and so thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome, and I, I wouldn't be here and couldn't do it without her. <laughs> From the support of family to the support of his team, Josh Emmett has everything he needs to compete at his very best against the supremely talented Yair Rodriguez. It is tough to put together a highlight reel better than this guy. Yair is crafty. He's a tough puzzle to solve. But I have Danny Castillo, my wrestling and MMA coach. Let's go, Josh. I have body styles like Andre Feely that can kind of emulate Yair. Every head kick he throws, Josh, dig right to the body. Then come upstairs. Yes, good, yes. All that, Dre, all that. He needs to see it. Two minutes. I'm doing my same old stuff with my coaches that have always been there and got me to this point. Good, back him up, Josh, back him up. The coaching staff, Josh, all his friends and family, the team, we're really excited. Come on, keep pushing, keep pushing. The title fight is long overdue. Some of the fighters that he put away, you know, people don't put those guys away. Unbelievable result tonight. And it's our time. Every single punch and strike I throw, I'm trying to end the fight. I'm trying to throw bad intentions. And if I show up 100%, there's no one in the world that can beat me. Oh, oh my goodness, left hook. Heavy hands. Precision power. Yair Rodriguez has done it! In Perth, Australia. Where Josh Emmett. Yes, good, nice, Josh. And Yair Rodriguez. Will go toe to toe. Oh, that Crippling body shot! For UFC interim featherweight gold. Yashem is explosive, aggressive, strong. But I think I have better tools. If I can use my abilities as I normally do. When he's at his best, you can't look away. I visualize myself getting a knockout. What an angle from Yair Rodriguez at the final buzzer! I will not stop. I'm going to be in his face for 25 minutes if it goes that long. One of the most devastating punches in this division. Knockout, TKO, submission, it doesn't matter. I will get my hand raised. In the main event, Australian Alexander Volkanovsky seeks a new title of his own. This is a pit bull on amphetamine. He is all gas, no brakes. As the featherweight champ moves up to face lightweight king Islam Mahachev. Oh! Islam is so damn dangerous. Guys don't want to face him. Seeking pound for pound supremacy. The belt en route to Dagestan. This is the best matchup that we can make in the entire UFC. At UFC 284. They're in their prime. This could not be a better fight.